Hello and welcome to the Logistics Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Cliff, Digital Content Producer for SHD Logistics. Thanks for joining us. This is Let's Talk Logistics. I'm here at Westbrook Industrials headquarters in Warrington, where Managing Director Tony Gresty is about to announce a new training division that will help companies reduce their carbon footprint while also cutting energy costs. brand new product is ASG Energy Services. We will be offering integrated energy solutions. Products are solar power, electric vehicle charging points, far infrared heating, LED lighting and business energy procurement. So we're going to take the ASG Services brand, we're going to bind it with the skill of energy and their knowledge and between us we're going to deliver integrated energy solutions. ASG Services is the meeting of two businesses with different strengths. Westbrook Industrial has a 26-year brand awareness within the materials handling, logistics, warehousing field. Been in this field for a long time. We have a very strong brand. We have a very strong association with being trusted within that field. Perfect Sense Energy has been in the solar market, infrared heating market, lighting, energy reduction market for 12 years, and they bring a lot of knowledge. Combine the two together, it's an opportunity that I believe is significant, will enable us to accelerate our ability to help our market and help our customers reduce their carbon emissions and their energy cost inflation. We will work with PSE closely while we integrate their processes and knowledge into the business. We estimate this will take 12 to 24 months. With ASG's extensive experience in the warehousing and logistics sector, it was crucial they worked with a renewable energy supplier that had a similar amount of years put into the energy reduction industry. You're about to hear from Ian Marr, Head of Sales at Perfect Sense Energy, and he is aiming for a kind of success that isn't measured in pound sterling. We've not put a fiscal target on our business this year. We've put a carbon reduction target. So this year we're going to reduce carbon by this, this financial year, but over 25 years by this, and the numbers are massive. In May, which is the first year of our year, we've reduced 9,000 tonnes of carbon, which is quite a few cars, a few other bits and pieces. But it's driving everybody. And below that, we've got monetary targets, obviously we have. But the one that's our main driver is how much carbon have we saved this year and what are we going to save over 25 years? We always give best advice to clients working with the warehousing sector where they see a nice big warehouse, a big shed. And the idea is, well, let's fill it with panels because it's a big shed. We can do that. That's not always the right way for the customer. We look at people's consumption their operating plans, their plans for the future. Are they going to go to more robotic working? Are they going to extend shift patterns? What's their EV charging policy? And we put a a proposal together around their actual usage and their goals. So we don't just fill a roof because we can. We give the customer what they need rather than what we want to sell them. But everything always comes back to carbon and being ethical, doing the right thing at the right time, in the right way for the client. Thanks for that, Ian. So to return to the question of why ASG Energy is launching now, I'll hand you back to Tony. He'll explain more about how he foresees energy use in the logistics sector changing in the coming years. The UK warehouse logistics industry has 3 billion square foot of space. None of it has any form of carbon reduction on it or electric vehicle charging around or anything like that. So the market is extraordinarily big and that market needs help decarbonising. As we all know, this is painfully relevant at home as well as it is in work. Our energy bill here has gone up by over double in the last nine months. And I know plenty of you at home are suffering from the same thing. But if you imagine you're a cold storage distribution centre 
and you're trying to keep a 200,000 square foot building cold, that energy price rise is extraordinary. And very often, won't be enough space on the roof, but you might as well cram as much solar on it as you can to mitigate that risk. Return on investments typically two and a half, three years. In fact, we even looked at one this week and it was under two and a half years, particularly with buyback rates being the way they are. Companies also have their own desire now to reduce carbon footprint. They're all trying to get to net zero, particularly the corporate ones that we deal with with sports. There is government legislation under what's called the minimum energy efficiency standards. Every building in the country has an EPC rating. If it's under D in 2024, you will not be allowed to rent it out. So the government is also forcing landlords in particular and occupiers to make their buildings more efficient. And what was also interesting from our case, when we put solar on the roof a few weeks ago, our landlord also has a net zero desire. So it wasn't a difficult conversation. Not sure that's necessarily going to be true with every landlord in the country. I think we maybe we've got a good one, but they are going to be forced down that route. I think by 2030, I think the rate is going to be B, which is for a lot of buildings. They're not there yet. So there's going to be some forced change as well. Everybody knows I've banged on about putting solar on the roof, but one of the reasons to put solar on the roof is we've got the lighting, we've now got the solar. Batteries are not commercially viable, but that's a technology that will come in. We're now able to bring customers in, show them everything we do and the other stuff as well. So I think it's quite key that myself and Chris have only this morning talked about a demo area in here because we've got projected LED line map. In certain areas of a warehouse, like a zebra crossing across a dock door and you want it to change to a logo, you can't do that in paint. But we can do it in lighting. So we're also looking at the moment about getting some lighting in the roof, hopefully in about three or four weeks' time, where we can demonstrate to people this. So when somebody comes on the phone and says, talk to me about your illuminated line marking, get out to the office and we can talk about these things. You know, I've had a very interesting conversation with a procurement guy this morning from one of the UK's biggest healthcare providers. He wants to come up and see us. So we're going to try and cram all this in before he comes. In fact, he was talking about the breadth of what we offer, why they're up to some stuff and why it would be important to them to try and deal with a smaller number of people. Over the course of the next few years, increased automation, electric vehicle charging, etc., will also increase the amount of electricity used in industrial buildings. Some buildings are not using a lot, but they're going to use a lot more as they go into fulfillment. So it's not necessarily about moving pallets around. It's about how many pickers have we got to facilitate goods coming back in as the retail market moves into direct shipment rather than go through a shop. There are currently 283 million square feet worth of big buildings in the country. I'm talking anything over 100,000 square feet, which is 10 times bigger than this building. The expansion of that market in the next eight years is another 200 million square feet. If we put solar on 40% of that, the market is £1.1 billion. The government say that solar within the UK will grow to 70 gigawatts by 2035. At £700 a kilowatt, which is industrial rate, residential will be smaller. The market's £49 billion. Quid. But that's before electric vehicle charging. You know, you go to Gusto across the road, there'll probably be no electric vehicle charging. You can see at some point in the next two or three years, down one wall of the building will be a run of electric vehicle charges. £2,500 a pop. Somebody says they want 20, 30 of them. It's worth going to have a look at. I can just see the whole sustainability energy market growing arms and legs massively in the next few years. There's even a company talking about putting extraordinary amounts of solar on a roof so they can separate hydrogen from oxygen to power hydrogen forklift trucks because they don't want to go down the lithium-ion battery route. Simon, the MD at Crown, says, forklift trucks, probably not going to go down the lithium-ion battery route forever. When the durability of trucks comes in, it'll go hydrogen. So a lot of the big buildings will need an extraordinary amount of solar because you need a lot of solar to separate water. But again, it's sustainable because they'll collect it off the roof. 
wherever I look at where this goes, there's just going to be loads of demand and loads of ability to help people. And that's, I think, why it's so exciting. I've seen ideas like electrifying train lines where you run the cables above the train. I've seen that idea tabled on motorways. So you can power a truck for the majority of the journey and drop it onto its own battery for doing the last bit that needs to be on a network. It's also possible to induction loop a motorway as well and run the cable on the floor. But like I say, every time you look down an avenue, there's something that might happen. DHL are already running solar panels on the roof of refrigerated trailers. That's already going on. Drove past one to a depot somewhere down Wales Way. Everybody's not necessarily jumping on the bandwagon, everybody can see opportunities in front of them, really. Thank you to Tony and the team at Westbrook for inviting me over. You can learn more about ASG Energy Services at asgservices.co.uk forward slash energy dash services. If you haven't already, I'd recommend signing up for the SHG Logistics newsletter to get the top UK logistics news directly to your inbox every week. You can head to shglogistics.com to find out more. Thanks for joining me for the Logistics Podcast. See you again soon.